Hello everyone, and welcome back to Highly Suspect, a Star Wars story by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host and game master, Ben Frisch, and thank you for joining us. Uh, We are switching back to this style intro just for the next two episodes because the sessions uh, went long enough. We couldn't even find time to record group intros for them. And also, they went long enough that I had to divide the fight into two separate episodes just to keep these episodes at a manageable length. Not something I wanted to do, but it's definitely helped in the editing process for me. And just a few announcements before we get started. We have opened up our Discord for fans. And if you would like to join, DM us so we can get you a link. And also, don't forget, we are taking character submissions. So if you have a character that you would like to see in Highly Suspect, just send us uh, the character race, their name, and a description on how you want them played. And they will end up in Highly Suspect. And with those two things out of the way, let's get back to the show. Last time on Bad Form Podcast, our heroes officially met the T3 unit assigned to them by the guest. The T3 revealed his job is to take them to the base to search for the Duck Tavis holocron while also looking for his long-lost Jedi Master. Cass and Garrick met a rogue Mandalorian AI who more than a thousand years ago killed the inhabitants of this outpost while occupying a basilisk war droid. Now, history repeats itself as Dua and the T3 stare down the Basilisk war droid, which is under the control of the rogue AI. So let's start with Dua. You are in a small warehouse area. Standard shelving units make three rows in the space with each shelving unit holding a variety of different crates And in front of you, you see the war droid who looks like he's moving into the attack position. Just making a quick scan of the room, you see a door on the other side of the war droid. And in the right-hand corner of the room, you see two doors you could make a break for. Um, Are the doors people-sized or basilisk war droid-sized? We'll say people-sized. And do I notice any, like, uh, markings or things that describe what are contained in the boxes, like a <laughs> like a sh- grocery store? Is there anything handy that says, you know, rocket launcher this way? Does your character uh, read or speak Mandalorian? <laughs> well, you know, community college, no. <laughs> well, then, you don't see much of anything, but this thing is looking right at you. What do you want to do? I think at the end of the last one, I had told T3 to run, but this time I'm going to point towards the doors and say, T3, go that way. And which way are you going? The the doors on the right-hand side that are people-sized. Like, I just want to take T3 and try to book it there so we can, you know, at least get a wall between us and this thing. Okay. Give me an athletics check against... Are we sure it's not coordination? <laughs> Well, ex- explain to me how you're going to get there, and maybe I can work with you. Well, you know, like sprinting and like weaving my way in between, you know, the different like uh, shelving units, trying to get as much as many things between T3 and myself and the wardroid. You know, so it's not like a full-on sprint; it's more of like a ducking and dodging in between crates and shelving units. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you, um, I'll give you coordination. 
So apparently the war droids are kind of bulky, so it's going to be against two difficulty, which is their agility. Alright, one success, two advantages, because my agility is three, but my brawn is one, so thank god it wasn't actually athletics. <laughs> Alright, so you make it to the corner of this room, and if you are facing the corner of the room, there's a door on your left and a door on your right. And tell me how you get there and which door you're going to go through. So, yeah, just pushing T3 ahead of me, trying to weave our way in between all the shoving units. We get to the corner, and um, I'm going to say right. You can go right. And is it, yeah, is the door locked? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> is it just like a closet? No, it's going to be the uh, barracks, just the soldier barracks of, of this base. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I just want to push T3 through there close the door, try to lock it, realize that's totally pointless, and then just start looking for any personal effects that may be explosives. Okay. Yeah, so but, behind you, as you're hitting the door, the the button to get the door open, we can see it just kind of like bear galloping towards you. And you go in, the door closes, T3 seals it, and then you just see the uh, the dent happen in, in the door frame. <laughs> as it bangs against it and you can hear it clawing on the outside of the door t3 try to find anything that explodes help me yeah so looking around the room um you see basic bunks um a few crates at the end of beds or i guess a few lock boxes at the end of beds yeah, I just want to, like, starting at the nearest one, just start, if it is locked, whacking at the lock with the vibro sword so I can just <laughs> get it open and tear into it to try and find anything that'll help. Okay, go ahead and uh, hold it right there because I want to see what these two boys are doing. <laughs> Hopefully helping. That's, you know, uh... maybe. Okay, so you guys are left in the command room. Yep. The AI has just left to go inhabit the war droid and go and try and kill Dua. You guys are just kind of left here. We're not locked in, are we? You are locked okay, in. Okay, we're locked in. So we got to find a way to get out. Yep. And you guys can give me perception checks as well, if you would like. Against what? Uh, let's say two difficulty. <sighs> One advantage. Success. One success. One success. Okay. So, obviously, you see the computer terminal where the AI was talking to you from. Um, there are vents up, up above you. If So that's an option. That is an option, Garrick. Yep. You love vents. Yep. The door behind you and panels under the computer terminal. You have computers, don't you? <laughs> I mean... I have computer, yes. You have, yes. More, computer. <laughs> <laughs> you have more computer than me computering. So then we could have your vent rat strategy work like we did in season one, or we could that see it, if you could use your computer. I would say that I have more seals in vent than I do <laughs> in, in computer. Vent is a career skill? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it'll be a custom skill once I prestige. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to say I'm, I'm going for those vents. I'm going to try to help him up into the vents. Okay. And then you can you can go down to the the panels, see yeah. what's going on. Just start ripping and calm out with me. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Why not? Right? I mean, yeah, we want to <laughs> defeat this computer. I might just. What could you do? Double that. lock the door? <laughs> yeah, like, it. It's easy. Help me up there. Right, and then I'm gonna, like I said, push him up there. Uh, I'll I'll take my little hydro spanner and cut the bolts off of the vent and, cool. and climb on in. And it does look like it's only big enough for you. Oh, it, it'd have to be. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a vent. And then I'm going to yell at him. I'm like, try to find us a way out. I'm going to start working on these computers, but I'm not going to work on them. I'm just going to start tearing at them. Here so you, you want to go for those like those panels? I want to go the for bottom. those panels at the bottom and just start like trying to pull out plugs to see if I can open the door. Okay, cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. This is Scooby Doo to the max. I got three <laughs> different things happening. Okay, so we'll come back to you in the vents. Yeah, yeah. Going with you. All right. So you just helped Garrick. You just shoved them in the vent. Right. You turn around. You look at the computer. You see the screen. You see the panels below, and you see the, um, I guess the hollow table that sits in the middle of the room. It was obviously used for debriefings. And yeah. Briefings for the Mandalorians that were here once. Where do you want to go first? Um, I want to go for the hollow table first. Okay. Just in case there's something residual that I pull out in one of those. So I take the panel off underneath the hollow table. I'm guessing. Um, the hollow table doesn't really have a panel. It's going to be more of an actual computer system okay, that cool. you can mess with. I'm just going to press buttons then. Okay, so you're pressing buttons. <laughs> you're kind of just following your basic knowledge of how anything works. Cass doesn't know how computers work very well, but he's just going to press buttons to see if he gets lucky. Um, so on the hollow table, you end up finding video feeds from when the Mandalorians were still in this base. And life-size holographics of Mandalorians pop up all around you, recreating the scene from more than a thousand years ago. Mm -hmm. And you're sort of standing among them at the table. And the Mandalorians are trying to convince the AI that they need to retreat for fear that this base has been discovered by someone. Sure. And the AI is not backing down because his programming really won't allow it. And also, you're kind of getting from the AI that he just doesn't want to be left behind. Okay. Um, so that's really all you're going to see on the hollow table. All right. Not much going on here. Then we move to what are the other two options? Um, you can either try and actually log into the computer itself. Okay. Or there are panels down below. Panels down below. Okay. Give me a... Um, Give me uh, Skullduggery against three difficulty. Woo. All right. One success, one threat, and a triumph. So using Skullduggery, you begin delicately pulling these panels off. We'll say you find a thin piece of scrap metal to wedge behind the panel, and you begin to peel it off of the computer tower under the screen and you get it off revealing the functioning droid brain that is the ai all right um give me a quick computers check to see if you can understand what's happening with this brain (laughs) (laughs) against what let's do it against three difficulty again One failure and an advantage. This app is so handy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
So you're staring at the droid brain. Mm-hmm. Um, in Cass's mind, with the advantage, you're not exactly sure how it works. Right. But you're pretty sure it's connected to the entirety of this base. Sure. Bigger glowing lights, maybe purple and blue. Yeah. Looks fa- fancy. Exactly. Gotcha. But it's not te- it's not currently glowing. Okay. So we'll stop with you right there, discovering the droid brain, and cut to what Garrick <laughs> was doing. So you're going through the vents. I'm just looking for an exit. Okay. So it's easy. I'm just rocket booting through the vents. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, okay. We'll say that. <laughs> You get a good stretch of just going straight. Um, but now you have the chance of right, left, forward, or up. Right. It's not a bad choice. You get to the edge of the vent, and that's where you see Dua throwing open lockers and trying to look for anything to fight this war droid with. And you see the dent in the door on the other side of you. <laughs> <laughs> I already forgot how cool it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll bust it out and go down with Dua, I guess. Okay. And that's when we cut back to Dua. <laughs> You're looking through the uh, locked boxes. And then I say, hey, and I'm right behind them. <laughs> 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 we have to find something, anything to help Look, fight this thing. We've got to get you out of here. There's only one door. You can't fight this thing. Um, can he fit in the vent? He can't fit in the vent. <laughs> That's the droid talking. <laughs> it sounds like a great narrative. It's like, can you fit in the vent? He couldn't fit in he the could, vent. Yeah, it's the, the, it's the, uh, the Ron Howard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to find here that can fight that? But anything that can explode, I guess. I roll my eyes and I start looking through the boxes with him. Okay, you guys can <laughs> both speed uh, it up. luck check. Yeah, I almost want to do it as a as a luck check. So more now, than anything else. now we each roll a d twenty. <laughs> yeah, roll a d twenty. Eleven. Eighteen. Well, Tim, you got over fifteen, which was kind I didn't. of my, like. Before I say this, do you have something you would like to find, Dua? <laughs> a rocket launcher, but that's not very imaginative. <laughs> I'd like a an anti-basilisk war droid gun. Yeah, can I get some uh, Batman repellent for this thing? Yeah, yeah. I want a remote that turns it <laughs> off. No remotes. <laughs> Dang it. So I just want to say just a clutch of grenades or something. Yeah. Just... Just regular frag grenades. Um, is this thing still trying to get through the door? Um, how like is it making progress? After the initial hit on the door, it's gone completely silent. But are you okay finding that, Dua? So yeah, I'm down with like a bandolier of grenades because that means that we're probably gonna have to like <laughs> climb on it and somehow get them inside of it. And I'm fine with the fact that every locker I opened was totally empty. Yeah, I don't deserve shit for eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I'll say that most of this place is empty because the Mandalorians were preparing to leave um, before they were all stopped by the AI. So I assume most of their gear was with them in that pile. Tim? You didn't check the pile. I did check the pile. I got a kyber crystal. It doesn't help me. 
Yeah, so you just find a just a bandolier grenades. We'll say four frags. Okay, um, I got these. What what did you find? I've got nothing. Um, what what are you thinking? Do we post up on the door and hope he busts through again? The T three rolls up in between you. You. I I it's fondle the restraining bolt in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's not every day that we have to fight a war droid of that size, so I mean you you can understand. Great idea. We need to make sure you get back in one piece, though. Yeah. And you go hide in the corner. Well, Do you have weapons? He, uh, out of the top of his head, you just see the little shock prod extend. Uh-huh. Hmm. Why, why don't you um, try to... Is there a console you can plug into and try to figure out how to stop it that way? And we'll we'll try to defend the three of us. Uh, oh. I interrupt. Um... Uh, we got Cass in a Comcast. <laughs> Hello? So you're alive. What were you saying? I I asked the T3. Okay, so the audience can actually understand what's going on. Uh, he's going to explain that he has limited access to the basis systems only because the AI has put himself in the war droid. But he's afraid to go any deeper or make any actions for fear of hitting a firewall that will fry his circuits. Do you think there would be defenses that would fry your circuits? Okay. I look at Dua. Can we assist you in some way? Cass, can you plug in? You jack in? What are you looking at? I might have found something here. Ah... It's much different than the rest of everything that I've found. It looks like a... Well, it looks kind of like a brain. I'm not sure. I look at the T3. Can he use that? Not not much. Is it blinking? Is it whirring? Is it making sounds? (laughs) Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Doing nothing. It's it's not glowing or anything. I think that's more what he was getting at. So, like, it looks turned off. It just looks off. Yeah. yeah. There, are, there are things it could be doing yeah. that it's not. So, the T3, he's going to tell you he thinks the AI has made a mistake, leaving his physical systems uh, left unguarded, but that he wouldn't recommend destroying it in case it's tied to any sort of self-destruct sequence. But he could potentially help you try and crack into the brain and guide you through hacking it. Into oh, it. no. <laughs> but while they're doing that, I think Dua and I might need to be doing something else. Yeah. Other than waiting. Um, because is there anything? There's no bumping, no scratching. You don't hear anything That's at all. That's so much, so much worse. Yeah. All right. Um, Can you send the little droid through the vents to me? He's too big and yeah. stupidly designed. Um, I'm going to go back in the <laughs> vents. Do I'm going to go see if I can get eyes on it. You help them figure out whatever they're going to do. And I'm going to pop back up uh, there. Okay. Oh, okay. So T3 says he could help maybe talk you through what to do with this droid brain. Okay. To at least unlock stuff maybe. But know that there's probably going to be risks with that. Obviously. There's always risk. I hope you guys like the last episode of Bad Form. We're all going to die. 
<laughs> Not me. You I'll be it. all right. Fly out into space. Let's do it. Do a, what do you want to do during this? Uh, Well, I mean, I'm going to try to rig the grenades so that way they all explode at the same time. You know, so it's more concentrated blast. Okay. So cool. Like, right now my brain is like, if we can just, like, disable it, I'm going to need to somehow cut a hole in the side of it, put this in there, and then explode it. Okay. <laughs> Without... You know, setting off a chain reaction or accidentally destroying the holocron, which is probably in this room. Okay. Uh, give me a mechanics check. For every success, we'll add one of those grenades' damage to the total damage. Sweet. Okay. Uh, how difficult? Let's do it against uh, another three difficulty. What is your pool? Just out of curiosity. Um, I went ahead and blew the last those 15 experience points to get the third level for mechanics. So I'm three yellows. Nice. So I <laughs> can't really upgrade anything. Um, all right. It's two successes and one advantage. Okay. So we'll basically count that as two grenades worth of damage when it goes off at once. Sweet. And with the advantage. He's still got the other grenades to work with. Yeah. You still got the other two. We'll say that you don't feel comfortable connecting all four. Um especially since they do seem older. <laughs> yeah, like I get the first two hooked up and then I'm starting to go for the third one and they just like start blinking rapidly. <laughs> yeah. You like, you dig up a couple pineapples from World War II. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to rig these into a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there was like some sort of mechanoid monster outside the door, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so while it's you're doing times, that, Colin. Cass is on the comm with the T3 unit. All right, where do we start? It's not glowing, no. I got a good idea. What if I just pull out my gun and I shoot it, T3? All right, that's normally the first thing that I try, but obviously we'll try it your way, droid. Listen, T3, I don't have many things on me. I've got a gun. I've got a rocket launcher. I've got a, I've got a electric glove. I've got my helmet. The glove. Okay. Ten gigaflops. It's very strong. I will turn it to the lowest setting. One <laughs> percent. <laughs> so I just take a dial, like a small dial on the side yeah. like that, and then crank it down to the lowest setting. It's the it's the frowny face on the face scale. Yeah. <laughs> so looking at the droid brain, you see at the base of each wire a sort of nodule. And there's three of them each being a conduit for receiving and relaying commands on the lowest power setting you can possibly get. Shock each nodule individually. Is there a particular order that I need to shock these nodules in? (sighs) Okay. Man, I really miss Karana at times like these. All right, here we go. And I'm going to start shocking them. Okay. Shock the first one. First one down. Do are you listening into this? Cuz I think Garrick's <laughs> off calm. Second one down. Yeah. So you start going. I, I'm busy trying not to blow myself up. <laughs> you hit the You hit the first one. Lights sort of flicker. Wait, lights on the computer on the or it, like in, in the in, room. In the in the room itself. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> 
you hit the second one. Something happens elsewhere in the bass. You hit the third one, and you can hear the gears whirring in the door to your right. All right. It's not open, but you can hear that that is... So it's starting to put things into motion, yeah. yeah. All right. All right, T3, we're on the third one right now, and uh, it sounds like the door is whirling. What next? I turn the voltage up on my glove just ever so slightly. I put it to the third note again. At that time, you see the crack in the door open oh, as the door begins to slide. Does it slide all the way or does it just slide just, slightly? Just slightly. Oh, piss and shit. Now, does Cass take that and think, I'll tell the droid, or does he just think, oh, if I turn it up to 100%, it'll work? Cass isn't going to turn it up 100% <laughs> because he did tell me that we could blow up. But okay, like, okay. I think... I think like he does get a little bit more bravado and goes like maybe I should turn it up just a little bit more. So he turns it up a little bit more on his dial and then he presses the third one again. Okay. For a destiny point, I'm gonna flip one of these bad boys oh, over. Shit. Um you turn it up just enough that you open every single door in the entire complex. Okay, doke. And do a you're working on this grenade clutch. And to the right of you, you just see the door slide open as much as it can before the uh, dent in the door actually stops. And then you're going to hear me say to the droid, I got the doors open. (laughs) (laughs) And then I say back, you got all the doors open. (laughs) And then Garrick will cut to you. (laughs) Before all the doors are open. Before all the doors are open. Okay. So. You have the options now. Go back towards um, back towards Cass. Behind you's Dua. There's a way up and a way right. Up. You want to go up? Yeah. So you fly up and you get to basically the top of the base. And give me a perception check as you look out into um, this warehouse area. Okay. How difficult? Um, Let's go two difficulty and a setback die for... How dark it is? Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I appreciate it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's my ultra sensory, by the way. Um. Yeah, I don't have anything else I can really... Oh, well, oh, I'm stalking. Hmm. I won't use it yet. Damn. One failure, one advantage. Did I land on it and I didn't notice? No, you're still <laughs> you're still in the vent, right? Yeah, yeah. So just kind of looking out, um, we'll just say that you're trying to scan by the door where Dua is looking for it. And you just can't see anything. Okay. All the doors are still locked, though. So you know it is in here somewhere. I'm going to quietly try to open the vent to get a better view then. Okay. Very, very, very quietly. Like, so quietly. Well, give me a stealth check. I haven't done a stealth check in, like, two seasons. This is exciting. Isn't that what your character's made for? Uh Uh-huh. You'd think I'd use it more. 
<laughs> it's just the power of those rocket boots. Yeah. How, how difficult is the stealth check? Against... Oh, and you know what's, what? What's uh, perception on? Perception's cunning, I think, right? Okay, well then against three difficulty. They're very cunning. Weird. I forgot also, <laughs> though, that I uh, upgraded. I got adept or whatever. Oh, nice. So I got one more of those. So I got two skills, five base ability. Yeah. Well, two three. boosts for that, and then three, three difficulty. Difficulty. It's yeah. a lot of dice. Oh, that was a big roll. It was. It's a big roll. It's a really fucking big roll. That's a big roll. Three successes, two advantages. Hey, look at you. It works. That's a big boy roll. That's a big boy roll. Okay. Um, so you push the vent out, the grate, mm-hmm. and you lift it up. You have an option. You can go down towards the ground or you can stay up high on top of the shelves of the warehouse. And stay up high. Most deaf. So you stay up high with those three advantages. For some reason, the, all the lights in the base flicker for a moment. I drop down. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Just well, lay flat on top of the shelf. And straight ahead of you, the lights flicker. And you can see also perched, resting on top of the, uh, the shelving units in the warehouse with its guns facing the doorway right below you where Dua is. He's perched waiting there. But the it wardrobe. hasn't it hasn't reacted to me. Not at all. Okay. I'm going to stealthily snap a little pic on my data pad and send it to, to Dua. <laughs> Dua, you finish the grenades, the door to your right slides open, and you get a ding notification on your data pad. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he would check it in this instance, but for the comedy. If he dies, I'm going to be so mad at him. No, I do it checks the data pad <laughs> while he's yelling at Cass and then just sees the wardroid just <laughs> from that angle. Yeah, just hunched like a gargoyle looking down at yeah. that door. <laughs> Garrick, is that looking at the door? I don't answer. Because <laughs> you're like... 10 feet away from Yeah, it. I'm totally silent, not moving. I flipped my silent mode on my data pad when I sent it to you. <laughs> I'm waiting for anything to happen that distracts it further so I can try to follow it. And, and Yeah, how does it react advantage. to the doors opening? It doesn't move. What a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> it's hunting. Um, I want to... Like I'm assuming the trunks at like the foot of beds are like regular, like they're not attached to the ground or anything. Yeah, you can move them around. Um, I want to like kind of position myself close to the door, but not too close, and try to kick one outside. Okay, so you quietly pick one up and you set it down right uh, in front of the door, and you use your foot and you slide it out. And Garrick, from your perspective. You just see the barrels of the machine gun on its face just begin to fire off and just turn this thing into Swiss cheese as <laughs> as the footlocker is slid out the door. How quick is the reaction? Is it like the second it could Imme- see anything? Um, like immediately. It has immediate lock on it. Don't forget you guys also have five destiny points. 
Uh-huh. But so it, it is, it's just stationary when it shoots that. Right. right? It, it doesn't, it doesn't move, move an inch. Like there's a little bit of rattle in the shelving that you can feel um, as the guns are firing, but the war droid itself does not move. I, I'm going to try to creep closer to it. Okay. Just a little bit. Give me a stealth check. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, boy. Can I take a shortcut? Checks made to catch <laughs> an opponent. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> or can I... I guess it would be two shortcuts that I would take. No, I'm sticking with the two, two stalkers. How difficult? Uh, three difficulty. Okay, six successes. <laughs> oh my god! Was hoping for some advantages in there. I'm gonna stay with with six though. You could touch it if you wanted to. I do. I want to try to pop that restraining bolt on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why not? I've got a rank in computers now. <laughs> it's better than me. I'm not going to go for, like, its head or its back. I'm just going for for just, like, its leg. Okay. Whatever I can access. Okay. Very quietly. And you stick it on. (laughs) And Uh for a destiny point. We've got six now. And it only cost my life. (laughs) (laughs) You stick it on. And this electrical current just kind of just forms over its body. And it just shocks the, the restraining bolt right off. Like it can't even be placed on and it starts to turn and stomping its feet towards you. And you're kind of shuffling backwards on well, your butt. Can, may I, yeah. instead of shuffling backwards, try to stay behind it. Yeah. So <laughs> As it starts to turn, I'm going to okay. creep. <laughs> so you're, you're kind of trying to creep behind it and it's stomping its feet. And as it's stomping, the the shelving unit is starting to collapse in on itself <laughs> as it's trying to get a look and hold on to you. And both of you start to crumble down to the ground with the collapsing shelving as, unit. As it starts to collapse, can I just shout now to Dua and fly off into his room? Yeah. Are you fly That's off into plan. Dua's room? Yeah. 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 Sure. That's oh, my no. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not going to be in here with it alone. <laughs> well, no. Like, I think like once Dua hears it stomping around, he's and that shock. I Dua would run out, take a quick look, and then probably try to shoot at it to distract it. I was thinking if we had some kind of bomb. <laughs> I think it might be time for uh, official combat. I think so. Yeah. Here. So let's do all of our vigilance and. My hefty one die. <laughs> advantage and a success. We got t- one advantage, two success. Okay. Although I'm not here. And That's fine. Okay. You still make a slot for your, your door team. is oh, open, right. right? Yeah, you can make it back there in about, I'd say, around if you sprint. Probably have to use two strain to get like to the actual warehouse room. Do it. What'd you get? Two advantages. Okay, so it's going to go player slot, war droid, then your last two player slots. Um, do you want T3 to have a slot, or do you want him just to stay put? My vote's for stay put. Yeah, I'd, 
I'd like him to hunker down. Okay. I think I might control him every once in a while. Just have yeah. him do certain things, but sure. he's not going to be an active <clears throat> member of combat. Yeah. That work. Sounds yeah. good. Cool. Cool. All right. Who gets the first player slot? I'm still under it. Right. Yeah. You guys are both sliding down together as it collapses. Yeah. I'm going to say that like maybe you're holding on to it also. Okay. Actually, that's kind of, that's kind of interesting. I'm going to shadow the Colossus this, this mofo. Yeah. <laughs> um, who gets first slot though? I vote for one I mean, of the two that's in danger. At the <laughs> yeah. Do a, you, you take it. Um, okay. So since I'm running out, do I see Garrick or is he like on the other side of the thing? Cause I'm hoping if I shoot at it, it will act as cover for <laughs> Garrick. You don't see Garrick at all as they're both kind of collapsing to the ground. What you do see is just the full room, um, the shelving unit that's collapsing above you and right to your right, another locked door. Well, another closed door. Oh, I thought all the doors were open. Oh, they are they open. Are. Uh-oh. I accidentally did such it's a thing. a room full of Jedi. <laughs> Just peeking into that room, it looks like an interrogation room. And you see a skeleton kind of locked in on a on a table. It is a room full of Jedi. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think Jedi bones are going to be super helpful. So I think instead, Dua will aim and try to fire at the... Uh, basilisk to try and get its attention away from Garrick, who I'm assuming is up there. Okay. So do it against, um, we'll say still short range, but go ahead and add a setback die for, I guess, minimal cover with everything collapsing down around it. And um, adversary one. So add another difficulty die. Oh, you know what? What's its silhouette? It's a silhouette too. Yes! So I'm silhouette zero, so it has to upgrade its difficulty to shoot me. Nice. Okay, uh, four successes and one advantage. One advantage. So what's the damage on that? Um, So that'd be 13. Alrighty. Yeah, I just think Dua heroically dashes out from the room, yells Garrick's name, and then just starts trying to pepper it to get its attention away from him. Is Dua a brave boy? Is or is he a he a little cowardly boy? Um, I think it's like he tries to avoid conflict, but whenever he's in it, he kind of like <laughs> the rage overcomes him, like the the adrenaline and bloodlust. <laughs> <laughs> so you're standing right outside of the door, right? Yeah, like dash out, just like post up, and then just start blazing away at it. So you're firing into it. Blaster bolts are ricocheting off its armor in every direction but you get a clean hit on an unarmored part of its neck right before it finally collapses to the ground and the shelving unit fully covers him in crates cool so now it's his his go right in that kerfuffle um what's what's garrick's situation i'm gonna say that you're you're pretty safe okay um you were able to at least roll out like, mm-hmm. and get outside of the rubble. Yeah. <laughs> or were you wanting to use a destiny point or something? Not yet. I'm okay. waiting for my, my turn. So I'm going to give him two strain here to rise up out of the rubble. And like a bear, he's standing on his back two legs 
as his front to come down and shake the whole complex. And he's going to rush at you, Dua, and he's going to swipe you across the chest. Is that okay? <laughs> I mean, this is about what I expected would happen, but... Yeah. All right, Dua. Oh, my God. Oh, Dua. I do have a rank in parry, so I can suffer three strain to reduce the damage by two. Um. Okay, so you're going to reduce the damage by two? You should. Yeah. Because that's a total of seven successes, which would make that 16 damage. So Are you dead? Thank you all for listening. If you like what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for updates on Highly Suspect and Bad Form. In case you weren't aware, we actually have a second series up on our website called Plausible Deniability. It's another Star Wars actual play ran by Tim Kamey and set in the Age of Rebellion era. So please feel free to go check that out. Our theme song is Far Apart by Airglow, and all of our background music was created by Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. Edge of the Empire is owned by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Until next time, may the Force be with you. <laughs>